Everything that passes for mainstream science and common sense nowadays is nonsense. I was just listening to Tim Ferriss talk on his podcast and he said how very powerful rich people do not say what they think and what they really feel in our world because they are so shouted down. People who think that history happened in any other way besides what we are taught by those in power to keep us in slavery, go figure, is not accepted. For this reason, you need to say whatever you feel and whatever you think. And I'll try to do the same thing, except for I'm afraid I'm going to blow people's minds. AIDS doesn't exist. I was talking to Deborah Annapol about it. Um, neither is HIV the cause of AIDS. When you look behind the curtain on that, you find a lot of information that you were surprised to see. Basically, the invention of AIDS was to prevent people from freely enjoying sex. Because those in power knew that if people were freely enjoying sex, that they would lose all their power. Also, all other sexually transmitted infections do not work the way that we're taught they work. In fact, germ theory is false. That's just the beginning of things. The earth is demonstrably and measurably flat. Start with Kansas and go from there. Go up in an airplane and look at the horizon. Does the horizon rise up to meet you or does it fall away as you leave the planet? I was looking at the moon today in the sky, the transparent, translucent moon with the blue background behind it. And looking at the position of the sun, does the moon go around the earth once a day or around once a day? Or does it go around once a month? What do your eyes tell you? There's no such thing as global warming because there is no globe. And it would be impossible to measure the temperature of the globe, assuming it were, all at once anyway. Isn't that common? I was talking to, in common sense, I was talking to a friend of mine. He does drug testing. He said, actually, there's no such thing as drug testing because... Whenever you take a drug, it eventually becomes metabolized in other drugs in their system, creating a cascade effect. So he says it's both an art and a science. These so-called testing positive, testing negative, same thing applies to AIDS tests, by the way, is bullshit. AIDS tests, do you realize that if you get tested for AIDS, the questions that you answer and how you answer them, as well as your race and the number of sexual partners you have, will determine whether you get a positive or negative result on your AIDS test. So if you're a black man with a lot of partners and a white man with one partner and you both have the same proteins indicated on the strip that's taken from the blood, that the black man will be told he has AIDS and needs to be treated and the white man won't. And that's just how it works. I'm frustrated and angry at the corruption and how Everything is used to hold us in lies and hold us back. You don't know anything about the earth you live in and you don't trust your own senses and your own experience. You listen to people who tell you what to think. When you ask for proof and demonstrations, you're ridiculed. And when you prove it yourself, you're shouted down.
I already talked about how the Titanic was demonstrably the Olympic, proven by video footage and a lot of other evidence, and yet the movie has made Titanic to cement the narrative in people's minds. Why did the movie Zero Dark Thirty come out? To tell people this is how Bin Laden was killed, even though there's no body, no evidence. They say he was cremated and tossed in the ocean. So, what actually happened when they claimed to kill Bin Laden? Luckily, the thing that woke up a lot of people was 9-11. Whatever happened on 9-11, it wasn't what the government said. It's very funny because in the 9-11 Official Commission report, there's a line that says, paraphrasing, it's actually of little significance or importance who funded these attacks. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter who paid for it. Nor do we know who profited from the massive short sales on stocks in airlines that happened right after. But all that is trackable and traceable, assuming that actually happened. And all the plans for what would happen with civil liberties after 9-11 were prepared way before the event. And they were immediately rushed through Congress. In fact, the last time they tried to pass the Patriot Act, there was a lot of resistance. It was going to sunset. And so another month was taken and all of the methods of politics were used, meaning all of the photos of senators and representatives with mistresses or fondling children or proof of them stealing money or anything else that could be used to blackmail them was used to make them vote for the Patriot Act again and or they were bribed. The first time it came to the floor, they didn't want, they wouldn't pass it. And then a month later, magically, they did. We're about to go to war, I say we, the United States government, mafiosi government, is about to go to war with Syria after having sold all the weapons, provided the nerve gas, had their agents poison and kill people within the country, they're responsible for all of these refugees, for destroying these cities, because Americans said they didn't want to go to war last time. But their consent is necessary to make these things work, and so consent is manufactured. Read Noam Chomsky. And that's just the beginning. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Everything is much, much different than we're taught. But power refuses to allow truth. That's how you maintain power. Knowledge is power, and if you're the only one with the knowledge, you have all the power. To think that rich and powerful people are being silenced and not saying what they feel and what they think because of the PC machine or people getting shouted down on Twitter by Department of Justice paid fake profiles, and on Facebook as well, this is true fact, Department of Justice, Pentagon spends exorbitant amounts on public relations, has algorithms to create fake profiles in social media, and uses those to bait and honeypot people. All of the terror plots that are foiled by the FBI are terror plots that are incited and created by the FBI. All the while, horrific child abuse and other forms of abuse happen right under our noses, but because the people who run those rings, who make the money, who, per, who 
perform the abuse are the ones with power and money because they're the ones who own the media and run the police. You'll never hear about any of it. In fact, for people who doubt that there is significant abuse happening, learn about Colleen Stan. She was hitchhiking and a couple pulled over by the side of the road and they looked nice, they had a baby and they intended on kidnapping her and using her as a sex slave and they did. They kept her in a box under their bed for seven years. She was even allowed to go home once, but was told that if she didn't return, that the company would come get her, whatever that is, the corporation. So you have a form of abuse happening, a form of Stockholm syndrome or fear in which you imprison someone for years. You even allow them to go home and she goes back to the imprisonment. That is a wonderful metaphor for the entire American populace. And if you want another example, look at David Parker Ray. Lived in a trailer park with his wife and they would kidnap women every once in a while, keep them for a few months, use them as sex slaves, and mistreat them, and then either murder them, we don't know exactly what he did with all the women he picked up, or drop them off on the side of the road somewhere where he picked them up where they would be disoriented, not remember what happened to them in many cases, and um, continue on their lives but having nightmare and trauma effects. One woman already reported to the police what he was doing, but the police did nothing. It wasn't until a woman was running naked and I believe bleeding down the street after escaping from them that they finally actually looked into these accusations and found him and took him to prison. Another example, Elizabeth Smart in Salt Lake City, not far from, I think eight miles from her home, held, raped, and then during the criminal trial, her captor was called mentally unstable, and so he's been brought to a mental institution. Now, these apparently, we're told, are all isolated people who are just deciding to take random people as slaves whenever they want. Keep them pretty much without issue for months or years at a time, and until something dramatic, until something breaks this massive structure that they've built of lies and deceit, or something finds them out, they just continue doing this. And these stories are all nothing compared to stories that I've heard with clients and their trauma and things that have happened. Now imagine that any of these crazy psychos was a wealthy, powerful person, hmm, like Bill Cosby, although Bill Cosby was nothing compared to what's going on out there, a wealthy and powerful person with deep connections to the government and media, what do you think they can get away with if some hick in a trailer park or some poor couple 
can take sex slaves for years at a time with no repercussions and no one noticing until something goes wrong with our little plan. I've been watching Ray Donovan. In the show Ray Donovan, it starts out with a man. He's a fixer, meaning he fixes problems for a law firm that's responsible to Hollywood. And what happens is a basketball player, famous, well, imagine Kobe Bryant waking up in a bed with uh, a hooker who's dead of, a prostitute dead of cocaine overdose, and then the lead um, actor, say Tom Cruise, for example, got arrested for picking up a transvestite prostitute. And what Ray does cleverly, as he switches the situations to prove that the big masculine actor is heterosexual, so it's a scandal, but it's a scandal that doesn't question sexuality, meaning he'll still sell movies as a heartthrob to all the women who love his movies, and the basketball player's wife won't find out about, actually, they, they, they just give him another alibi, but he, she won't find out about the fact that he was in a hotel room with a hooker. And I was telling a good friend of mine who used to work in a law firm about this, this TV show and these stories. And she said, yeah, we used to work in a law firm that one of our clients was one of the sheik's sons from Saudi Arabia. We were doing stuff like that all the time. We were covering up and paying off girls and doing things like that all the time. There is an entire world of violence. If you can imagine the most decaying, decrepit, rotting society that is dedicated to death and not life, that is filled with lies and not the truth, here we are, we're in the middle of it. And what frustrates me the most, I was talking to a psychologist friend of mine, and she was talking about children who are acting out and having difficult problems in, in society and with their families. She was the head psychologist of a clinic in northeastern Canada. And, or she was the head psychiatrist. And she talked about how many of the psychiatrists were proposing things to deal with these children, whether it was electroshock or drugs or violence or so-called novel therapies. In fact, Google CIA mental hospital and you'll find how the CIA was sued for running things like electroshocks on people until they couldn't remember their own name through doctors that they used for that purpose who were happy to comply in Canada in the 60s and 70s. So, homosexuality, another one that until very recently, but they're still doing it even, uh, was treated with electroshock therapy, a reparative therapy. Show you pictures of a naked woman and everything's fine. I show you a picture of a naked man. If you're another man, I give you a shock in your brain, your testicles, whatever. I'm trying to make you not be gay anymore through violence. And here I am in Utah this was something that was, that happened and happens here to fix the problem of being gay. And these are our so-called mental health professionals 
who took over from the priests when we stopped confessing. Now we go to our problems to them. And that's the kind of thing that happens in this world. Else, people are giving antidepressants. I, I was listening to someone else. A friend of mine was going to the doctor. Didn't feel He didn't feel well, so he got antidepressants. Okay, I felt better. I said, okay, your GP prescribed antidepressants. Did he provide any length of it? Was any therapy connected with it? Was there any any idea about how long you'd do it or when you needed to get off of them? Nothing. Just, oh, okay, well, why don't you take these? Prescribe them in an amounts and dosages and uh, who knows what the effects are going to be. Okay, they seem to be working. All right, that's fine. Where, but the side effects of antidepressants include, funnily enough, depression and suicidal thoughts at times. So I'm thinking, is there anything else we can do besides that? I feel like I'm going to explode from all the lies around me. And it's so strong. After I've left lying religions and learned about the lying state and the lying media, I meet the truth in people who come to me with their stories, who come to me with their lives, who are looking for healing. And together, we, as humans, as people, embark on that journey. We search for solutions for each other, and we search for ways to help them with whatever it is they're suffering from. But as Nityama says, the women and the feminine principle is so dead in our society that they're drugging children, they're taking them away, they're locking them up in basically prisons all day every day and feeding them absolute mind trash, not to mention normal trash. The most commonly eaten vegetable in American schools is pizza because the government says pizza is a vegetable. That's the level of truth that we're involved with. And yet, so few people seem to care. So few people seem to want to change anything. We got to speak out. Whatever you know, no. If you want to fight about it, sure. If you want to argue about it or debate, sure, whatever. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It's time to stop allowing these things to happen. It's time to change our world and heal. And it's time to bring in your stories if you're someone who this has happened to so that healing can actually occur for yourself, but for other people that you're going to inspire to heal through your words. This is just the beginning. It is coming out. It is becoming open. It is becoming obvious. When you learn that the greatest comedian of our generation is actually drugging and raping women with no consequences for 30 years, then you understand the world we live in. Then you understand the depth of the problems. It's not simply about sexism or racism or things people say. It's about things people that are things that people are doing that are violent, that are vile. Things like rape and things like murder, which our society seems to have no problems with. We have drone strikes, we murder innocent people in foreign countries and no one's bothered. I don't say no one because there are people very involved in these things. But the spiritual crew is also often ineffective with this. We're caught in our own trauma. We're caught in our own 
pain, which is okay, which happens. But we need to fix this stuff, and I want to talk about it. We gotta start looking at the truth.